0: Boys and girls, welcome back. It's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Uh, Franchise buys games. Every Tuesday, your weekly game news roundup by two men with none of the journalistic chops to have afforded themselves the right to have an opinion on this stuff. But between the two of us, 60 plus years playing games and i think that probably buys us
1: away
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> i think that probably buys us away in. and we'll use that and abuse it because we have the power we have the technology we can abuse it that right there is the producer of the show mr nice guy johnny johnny how you doing
2: good evening everyone i'm peachy thank you
0: <clears throat> very good mate very good and i am titular protagonist old franchise failed blogger failed youtuber mildly successful podcaster uh <laughs> Future face of Twitch, <laughs> all that is to come. Johnny, we've had another fucking week of game news under the belt. How are you feeling about the run of show?
2: Um, it again like last week. It was kind of. It seems to snowball towards the end, doesn't it? Before the before the um, broadcast time, it just seems to
1: peak. Mhm. We'll
0: start this show, Johnny, the same way we start every show. What you been playing?
2: I am firmly into the grips of uh, Tulu 2.
0: Tulu to you too, sir. How far How far in you now? Um, how far in you now is what I just said there? Like, how far is The Last of Us in you now?
2: It's in me, in me deep.
0: <clears throat> did you buy the physical copy? Like, oh. I did, yeah.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> how many hours <laughs> you got under the belt?
2: Steel hard case Edition.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got that limited edition statue, full of all <laughs> all kinds of angles.
2: Hear <clears throat> that clicker from a mile away, I'll tell you Oh.
0: Anyway,
2: I am about eighteen <clears throat> to nineteen hours in.
0: Very good, very good. I've finished it. I, add, I've, I've finished, finished it. it you? you uh thirty-five hours. It took us thirty-five hours to roll credits. Uh, catch up. That's all I'm saying <laughs> Catch up. For the man for the man who was interested in doing the spoiler cast on this one. Catch up, sir. <laughs> We're gonna get to that point again where we've missed the zeitgeist. We've missed the zeitgeist, but saying that it's uh, I mean it's it, it is the first news item on the docket, so we will segue into that, but before we get there um Without spoilers, whereabouts in the campaign are you now?
2: I'm at the point where, let's say, the switcheroo happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have, so I mean, have you bit. just got to that point?
2: No, I've done the first bit of that. Mm. So I'm still on the first day of that one.
0: So, like, Seattle day one, like, yeah. the second time around?
2: <clears> yeah. And I've just kind of met with the the top dog. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean.
2: And then it's just after that bit.
0: Mm. How are you feeling about it still? Have you, have you have you, got any evolved thoughts on this?
2: Well, I expected this, to be honest. Right. Um, Because of like, the stuff that was happening early on in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I kind of expected I could see it happening. And I'm not by no means disappointed in it. I think it's a very good way to go. Yeah. Because ultimately, even just playing it for the first few minutes or few moments in that, that bit because you just obviously the perspectives, you see different perspectives on, on kind of similar characters. Yeah. But similar scenarios and it's kind of just like ah, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like it, it invokes um, you feel uncomfortable about some of the other stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. You've already put your investments down you've already put your hands down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. In terms of how I'm invested in this in this way and then it flips it on yourself and now you've got to Play the game in that way, and you kind of like, and it forces you to go through that those thinkings rather than
0: this. This is why I think, abstract. I This is why I think, The Last of Us Two is superb yet again, in in its storytelling, uh, and I don't want that to come across as fucking hyperbole. Oh,
1: let's play hyperbole.
0: It's not gonna get into hyperbole. I just wanted an excuse to play the theme tune. But uh, if if I was gonna get into a, a little, well, how about a little piece of hyperbole off you? Like shot of hyperbole off you, take a little shot of hyperbole off straight through eyeball, get you where you need to be. Uh, if I was to do that, I would say this was some of the fucking finest narrative storytelling uh, with just. And it's been met with such vitriol by a huge part of the community. And me personally, and again, this will segue straight into the first news story, but it has totally fucking inflamed half half of the player base at this point. The, vocally, anyway. <clears throat> I know you always get the vocal minority, the silent majority, but the, the way they've told this story... And made you rethink everything you've done is nothing short of genius. and I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. In some cases, it's not even enjoyable. They force you to do something that isn't enjoyable. and you can't not not do it like you could, you could just not play the game. like but it is a linear campaign. You have to do this if you want to experience the game and it takes you up to a point and then like you said investments have been made chips have been cashed do you know what i mean yeah and then all of a sudden the world turns upside down and you're like i don't i don't want to be here i feel uncomfortable being here and for a game like it took me 35 hours for a game that is 35 hours long I had very few fleeting and brief moments of respite from what is essentially a game where they weren't bullshitting. They they weren't bullshitting when they said this game. The first game was about hope and love and friendship and that for Ellie and Joel. Uh, And then this game is about hatred and revenge. And they weren't fucking kidding. Like, they make you do shit you don't want to do. But at the end of it, eh... at the end of it I have taken all my chips back off the board at this point and I'm like I no longer I no longer know where I stand. I don't know which path is the right path. I don't know if the path I was walking and that I was invested in was maybe all said and done. Hindsight being twenty twenty. I don't know where I sit now. And that's because they made me go through that and they made me see they made me see something else, uh, and again, all of it, everything I've saw was just dripping in just unadulterated. This, I'm. It's gonna need another theme song. This Johnny, the way I'm banging on about this one. Let's play Hyperbolov.
1: Let's play Hyperbolov.
0: Dripping in unadulterated rage and aggression and vengeance and. Just I can say, yeah, I can see why it would cause ructions in the community, but moving into the first piece of news on the docket, uh and it's just a fucking sad, sad day in the fucking gaming community when a well known and respected voice actor, Laura Bailey, who played a character in The Last of Us Two, who goes by the name of Abby For anybody who hasn't played it, or anybody... I mean, I think everybody knows at this point who Abby is. Um, We're not going to spoil anything, but we've we've got... I've got Twitter, you know what I mean? Like, the internet exists, and this rage and vitriol and venom and just toxicity has just managed to permeate every fucking... Every... Root every branch of this fucking game and tree at this point over the Abbey issue, and it's got to the point where Laura Bailey, the voice actress, actor. I uh, sorry, I don't know what the politically correct term is now. I, is it actor? Just voice actor? Or are they all actors? I think. Voice uh, actor. Yep. We got away with the term actress. I think we've done away with that. But the uh, the she's received like death threats. She posted pictures of our of fucking inbox And people commenting on our posts And stuff And actually giving our fucking death threats And the the amount of venom In some of these messages Is ugh, ugh, It's uncomfortable It's uncomfortable to read And not only that um, Neil Druckmann who is the director of the game Works for Naughty Dog Responsible for obviously The Last of Us 1 as well uh, He He also posted um, and it was just people just being just just disgusting just literally the worst of humanity just it's like are we not past this like are we not past this like it gets harder and harder every time to defend the the gaming industry and you see people are putting blanket statements out like who don't play games, who aren't a gamer themselves, but they see these tweets getting massively circulated, loads of retweets, loads of likes, loads of comments. You can't, you can't not see it come up when you feed at this point. there's that many interactions between that many different walks of life, just because of the level of fucking disgusting behaviour in these these fucking people. Uh, and and inevitably you see these comments on these tweets from people who aren't gamers who just who just make the assumption that is every gamer that's what a gamer is a spotty greasy fat horrible little vermin sitting in some fucking basement somewhere just just being a troll and just spreading hate and that's what their image of a gamer is And then when you've got really high profile people like directors and fucking voice actors sharing this shit it just gets harder and harder to defend it like are we not fucking past this yet Johnny
2: obviously not obviously not they've missed the point of the whole yeah Mm -hmm. tells a story it's entertainment and granted this one is going to some very dark corners to almost be a bit of a commentary on what we're like and what we could end up yeah being like, it's just the blatant of missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, and, and unfortunately, proving a point in some cases, in a commentary on, on this, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just...
0: Do you know what it is? There's and, like... You know,
2: there, there'll
0: be some there'll be some
2: genuine people who will have felt it that much to talk, to, to make those comments, probably going beyond beyond the mark, right? Mm-hmm. They were so invested, and they probably overstep the mark with some of those comments and there'll be genuine comments who don't even don't even know what they're talking about and just want to make the comments for the purposes of um incendiary language and inflaming issues and just to be like to think in the back think go well, how i started that that was my comment
0: yeah like pride like an element of pride like it becomes an accolade or an achievement to be called out for being so fucking disgusting that the person you've aimed it at can't help but address it and people wear that like some sort of badge or accolade and i've got to, i've got to assume and again this is an assumption and i could be very wrong but i've got to assume like the lion share of these people are young like i can't f- rightfully i can't rightfully see anybody of our age making comments like that if you if you come from an educated background if you've If you've been brought up right, do you know what I mean? Like you don't talk to people, like you don't give somebody a death threat. You don't get to have the level of entitlement that if you didn't enjoy something, you then violently uh, fucking display homophobic, bigoted, fucking racist language. Like you don't. You don't get to do who? Who are these people? And more to the point, how badly have have we failed those people? You have to be fucking hurting if you're willing to make comments like that. You've got to be something wrong with your life if you can be that negative. And also, it comes <laughs> there's the flip side of this coin. A lot of these people have never been punched in the mouth. Do you know what I mean? If anybody had said any of that to me, or somebody who is in my, my not just inner circle, in my wider friend circle, I'm not even talking family here. If somebody had said things that were on that level of disgusting, I would take it upon myself to punch that person in the mouth. I mean, to
2: put it in context, I've, I've said things about you which by no means get anywhere close to some of this. And you've punched me before.
0: In the mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, just like, I mean, I, I do you know what? For this, it's kind of, you're right. There'll be some people who just, it's an attention-grabbing thing, mm-hmm. and these, these these people need help in some ways and support that they didn't get. And like this comment about failing some generations, I, I stand, I believe you're on that one. I mean, yeah. Because in some cases, there's a, Particularly, we've talked about this how, like, the world's changed so fast. Yeah, and for us, we we were on the cusp of like things changing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, we were. We we, we sort of we bridged, we bridged two generations. We are, I think, there's the comedian, uh, her name's like fucking Eliza, uh, Eliza Scherzinger or somebody like that. Uh, Isla Scherzinger. She's a female comedian. Um, she had a Netflix special called an like elder millennial and that that essentially we fit that bracket because an elder millennial remembers a time before the internet remembers playing outside remembers a time when uh at the end of the day your your parents wouldn't ring you to say like right that's it for your playtime outside now you need to come home like your parents would walk the streets shouting your name (laughs) for you to come home because it was because it was time for fucking your tea or it was time for a bath and bed because you had school in the morning like we lived pre-internet we lived fucking pre-social media and then we lived through the birth of the internet and the birth of social media and then we get to sit back and watch what these things have become i mean the internet is just a Like you've said before, it's a tool for a a great good, but it's also a tool of very powerful evil. Uh, Social media has literally destroyed a generation. There are kids who are going to need some serious therapy of this. Serious issues with needing to be liked, needing to be accepted. And their form of acceptance comes in the form of fucking hearts or thumbs up. Like, that's where they get their fucking... That's where they get their self-worth by how many likes they've been out and, and then before you know it, they've, they, they've started an OnlyFans and they're showing pictures of the pussy uh, Absolute Strangers for 15 quid a month and they haven't even finished uni and you're like, you do you. It's your body. You do you. But all I'm saying is you might regret that a bit in the future, but this is your body. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. I can afford fifteen quid a month. It doesn't hurt me at all, <laughs> but you might regret this a little bit in the future. That's all I'm saying. Porn. That's ruined a generation of young boys, like young boys who think it's absolutely normal, like it is the done thing. To when once you're about to reach climax, just pull it out and blow it in our face. Like that ain't normal, mate. Why did you think? <laughs> why did you think that's normal? i have seen there's a fucking documentary where they interviewed the lad, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I pulled it out and like I." Blowing our face. Why? because well, that's what you do, isn't Cause you're doing, it? Because he'd just seen it on porn. Like, he thought that was the normal way to end sex, not the actual normal way, which is quiver inside them and then cry in the corner for a bit. That's the, that's the perfectly normal way to end sex. No, but we're getting fucking off the beaten track here. This, but it is, it speaks to the same kind of people who are comfortable being so venomous and toxic and just say just the most unspeakable things to people they've never met, because, and I'm not, yeah, I'm going to, I'd put my mortgage on this. There's some of them people making them comments have never even played the game.
2: Oh, definitely. This is the, there's another dark side of this, that it's increasingly becoming weaponized, and there's professional trollers out there. Yeah. Backed by whatever companies, whatever shady organisations, or whatever shady countries... That the whole purpose is to destabilize politically, destabilize, yeah, and and socially, and that's what it's 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 a form of warfare now, social media warfare, cyber warfare, and and it's it's, that's the scary thing because you don't know where the genuine, genuine hit stops, yeah, and the the targeted, professional, you know,
0: slurs, the 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 professional fucking destabilization campaigns.
2: So and it's kind of then with, because with one cloud and the other you can't help who needs help, and can't, nah. stop who needs to be stopped. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just just like you know, it's a it's a game, people. For uh-huh. those who are generally upset about it, it's a game. It's not real life.
0: And you don't it's, like that's the other thing it's as supposed well.
2: To be an immersive experience that you can just get lost in a little bit, and the whole point of this was a bit to be a bit grow, grown up about it. Make a comment about it, and you just actually, you know, consider consider all these games that give you choices, but never tell you really display what the the consequences of those choices are. Yeah, and you know it's, it's such a clever and poignant way to do it. And
0: just it's, the point. it's it's. Do you know what it is? It comes down to it that it's too much for some people to process. That's what this is. It's too much, and that in itself is an accolade it is an accomplishment that up to this point I have not seen another game do I think another the uh, uno- the only other game I've seen come this close to uh, to the line where this game crosses it in, in in many aspects and makes you look at yourself uh, there's an element of self-reflection in look what you did from an outside perspective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The only the game that comes close to that line of like, oh god, that's a bit close to the bone, was uh Spec Ops. Did you play Spec Ops? There was a game where it was set in like the uh, a near future Dubai, where sandstorms had ravaged it, and you were the the army unit sent in to fucking get a terror. It was called Spec Ops: I, The Line.
2: I. Yeah, you, I didn't know.
0: No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. That game, that 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 had um. That was a thinker as well. That that made you face up to some pretty uncomfortable, uncomfortable scenarios. But at the end of the day, this is a game. You don't have to like it. I know people. I know people who listen to this podcast who didn't like the first Last of Us, thought it was boring for whatever reason, and that's fine. No, you can't please everybody all of the time, but you can please some of the people some of the time. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't meant for everybody to love it. If you didn't if it didn't click with you, fair enough. Walk away. If their choice in the second game was to take the narrative somewhere else, which they absolutely did, that's this is their game. You get to enjoy their game, and if you don't enjoy it, that's also fine. And yeah, you have a right to voice your opinion on social media if you want to do that. But what you say is, I didn't like that game. And the reasons are X, Y, and Z, you don't find one of the fucking voice actors and send them death threats or find the director of the game and like send them racist abuse or send them fucking like homophobic slurs or send them a fucking death, send him a death threat. Like you've gone wrong there. You've gone wrong. If you didn't like it, fine. Step away. If in your opinion it missed the mark, Fine opinions are like arseholes everybody's got one just have your opinion and get on with your life
2: don't demand a rewrite, don't sign a petition
0: that's a fucking level of entitlement I have fucking never seen before in my life, I swear (laughs) to god somebody fucking comes up to me and demands the only time I was sort of on board was the Sonic thing, like that I I gotta understand that, when Sonic had like fucking you know, the pre-do-over Sonic where it looked like a alien, yeah. knockoff, off even, version of Sonic. Even
2: there? Even there? Just, just, it's not your thing. Write your own Sonic movie.
0: Right. Uh, draw your own you know Sonic. I mean?
2: Speaking of Sonic, right, if Sonic 2 had been released now, right, yeah. in the the, day, the age of this internet, right, there'd be effigies of tails being hung up.
1: Aye.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? that,
2: that, that's the analogy I'm saying, people. You know what I mean? That's, that's the, how ridiculous you are taking this.
0: Aye. fucking hell Johnny Johnny the bastard deal you yes. stern stern dear Johnny will move on from that Right, we'll move swiftly on from that fucking toxicity that venom uh that's fucking we cannot in this instance we cannot defend the gamer community we always have a jibe that this is one of the most fucking toxic communities to choose to be a part of for a fucking global podcast. And we've been lucky enough that we haven't been attacked yet. But if we do, you better believe I'm threatening some people, Johnny. I'm fucking threatening some people. No, nah, I ain't. I ain't. Crap on me, it is. With your life, it's it's no skin off my nose. We'll move swiftly on to the next piece of uh, news, Johnny. Microsoft. Microsoft have been... They've had a fucking busy week. We've got... Um, they have. They've announced the date for the event now. So we've got the Microsoft first party event coming up on uh, the 23rd of July... We also, how, I'm going to tell you what it is, I'm going to give you the top level, and then I'll let you dive into these, Johnny. So, the Microsoft News this week. Bum, 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 bum. Microsoft News. The event is coming on the 23rd of July. They have...
2: Oh, I'll re- stick the jingle,
0: mate, right? <laughs> you, uh, well, you know, I was just giving you something to work with. <laughs> They've renewed the fable for, uh, the, renewed the fable for Trademark. <laughs> they have renewed a fable for trademark. They've renewed the trademark for Fable. And they've also jumped into the Bin War for Warner Brothers Games. Which somebody pointed out on Twitter, Viral Cyrix pointed out on Twitter that uh, franchise Bars Games did call that one. People yeah. will come people will come to say this. To Cyrix, to all the other listeners out there, people will slowly but surely come to say this the words franchise buys games are an anagram for the messiah don't bother don't bother figuring it out or writing it down <laughs> Doesn't just take me at my word as the prophet <laughs>
2: the prophet that is the franchise
0: the prophet old prophet chise and I ain't talking about that bank either the uh right Johnny event 23rd of July first party games what you got
2: um, I'm sticking to my original one. I think, obviously, Halo. Yeah. but um, well, we actually got
0: helping. the we got the Halo teaser as well. That was either well, it wasn't last week; it was probably the week before, or possibly even the week before that. I can't remember if we touched on it on the show, but they did fire up the old social media campaign with a Twitter. Well, I saw it on Twitter. It could have been across the board. Um, it was like a recording, and it was a recording of i believe the brute from halo was it was his name atrox atox atrox halo Wars was too long ago for me if i can remember that shit um but that i believe so i think in halo infinite the lead antagonist will be the returning antagonist from the halo Wars series that's what that um clip was about anyway so you've got He's halo who
2: was it something like the banished every returning or
0: something uh I I was the leader of the not was it the banished I can't I cannot't remember I can't remember because obviously the brutes played a big part in halo three I want to say. because the there was like the uprising one there and the brutes kicked all your lights yep. out but uh, I can't remember me halo law has failed me because it's been that long since we've had an installment I was actually invested in um guardians was uh, Technically and mechanically a fucking masterpiece, but the story was wank. Um why you'd have a Halo game and base most of the game not on Master Chief, like that's that's what your spin-offs are for. That's what ODST is for. That's what Reach is for. If you wanna if you wanna introduce a new protagonist, you don't give him the star and role in a in a in a numbered Halo installment. That's why Guardians failed for me. Um, and Metal Gear Solid Two. Metal Gear 2 did the same thing with riding, and I, I, to be fair, I don't think Metal Gear 2 failed as spectacularly as Halo did in getting people on board. Do you know what I mean? Especially with the riding character. But Metal Gear bounced back hard with Metal Gear 3. It did, yeah. We need Halo. We need Halo Infinite to bounce back hard with fucking Master Chief here to make Guardians. Uh, uh, an acceptable an acceptable part of the canon like f- f- Brit- I mean the guy it was Mike what's face who did Luke Cage Mike Mike somebody cannot remember but he did all the motion capture for the for the other character and I can't even remember fucking his name that's how that's how much I didn't care about him but if we're going to bring Master Chief back and we're going to bring um this Atrox or Atriox Somebody will have to fact check us on that. Like, I've got Google there, but I, I don't care enough. We're, but yeah, returning Big Bad from Halo Wars. Interesting to see him outside of a an RTS scenario. See what they can do with him in Infinite. Well, New
2: microphone from Nice Guy Johnny here. It's
0: uh audio engineer and producer of the show, Nice Guy Johnny, finally up his audio game there, getting that fucking XLR microphone kicking in. It's about time you showed some commitment to this damn thing. You, you're the producer <laughs> of the show, producer of the show, and you've got me doing the fucking run of show every week. You Swine! It's the only way you learn.
2: Mm. I've brought I've order to your life. Don't you deny it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what else you got, Halo? What else you got?
2: Right, Halo, um, Hellblade Two. Yeah. Which I think, which will be one. Running um,
0: on, uh, running on Unreal Engine Five.
2: Yeah. Now. They're the only two I firmly believe will be launch titles. I think in terms of AAA games.
0: Okay. Okay. No Forza. Nope. We haven't had a Forza instalment for a while. Mm.
2: But I don't know. We, okay, we might see a lot. Of, okay, there'll be a lot announced. But will it be launch? Is
0: okay. That the question. Okay, I want to. I want to know launch. What, what have you got for launch? I honestly. I tell think you what. Go. Two... Go for a. Go for a list. But. Give us what you think is going to be launched and what you think is going to be announced.
2: I think we will see if Forza are announced. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to be launched. If it is, it makes sense. But I, th- I go would honestly against, believe go up against Gran Turismo. Know, we would know what the launch titles are, even if they were more than. Like, There'd have to be more than rumor. So yeah. even though Hellblade Two hasn't been announced or anything, there's been a lot more rumor.
0: Well, we've had. We know we it's come coming. We know it's coming. We've seen. Yeah. We've seen the trailers and that, but I know what you mean. It hasn't been officially announced as a launch title. No. Uh, so
2: the, I'm, that's that's my thing. Just playing the, the playing it a bit safe. Whatever is going to be a launch title, we've already heard of by now.
0: Old nice guy Johnny, it's not Johnny going there. To be a the fucking the hype strangler, nice guy Johnny.
2: Nothing too not Like a fucking
0: like an absolute Captain Johnny buzzkill. Coming in, strangling the hype like some sort of weird serial killer from the fucking eighties. Got them in the boot of your El Camino. Somebody just pulled a cop pulls you over on the highway in the eighties. Asks you to open your trunk on your El Camino, and you just find seven dead hypes just in your boot and a shovel. And then before you can radio it in, before you can radio it in, he's getting strangled by your work tie that you've took off and. Just meticulously started strangling the hype out of him and all. And now you've got seven dead hypes and a dead lawman, getting buried in the middle of the desert somewhere. That's you. I've just built an entire backstory for you, the hype strangler. Thank you. If I was to, if I was to uh, be be the, the counterpoint to that, I believe my launch titles are Halo Infinite. I think that's pretty much a given at this point. I'll be I will eat my own feet. If 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 that's not a launch title, I was gonna say Dick, but then like it's easier to eat your feet. If I am wrong, uh, and my ego couldn't take being dickless, <laughs> absolutely not. The feet, fine. I'll get robot feet. That's a, you know what I mean. But cyberpunk, I'll just get cyberpunk feet. The I think we've got Halo Infinite. I think obviously Hellblade Two. I think. Fable 4 is going to be a launch title. I think it's been in development for fucking years at this point and I think it's, it's going to be ready for launch and there's been rumours of Fable 4 since what was the was it Fable Legends? Was that the cancelled Fable game? Yeah. So you've got, to, you've got to think like a lot of the assets from that game will have been the bread and butter starting point for fable 4 do you know what i mean like when was that two year ago three year ago three year ago fable legends off the top of my head using my game knowledge i'm gonna say three year while you're checking but the <laughs> i think i think fable 4 is absolutely 100 percent plausible to be ready for launch this year Depending on what year you telling me, Fable Legends got cancelled here. I think it was cancelled in 2017.
2: April 2016.
0: So you've got you've got a full team, not doing anything. Or did it move? It moved, didn't it? Did the project move to? There's a who's the developer who's reportedly working it on
2: Lionhead. Lionhead. Li- started, yeah,
0: didn't it? Lionhead started under Molyneux, and then who's working on? Is it Playground? playground who did forza horizon so i think we've absolutely when was the last forza horizon game and then if you just fucking the last one we had was forza motorsport 7 am i right
2: Forza horizon 4 wasn't
0: it i can't remember the last horizon because i'm not a big i'm not a big racer fan
2: forza horizon 4 (coughs) was 2014
0: say that changes things Who was was a Playground Games working on Forza Horizon Four? Yeah, that changes things. Then that that changes my uh, that changes my outlook. I think then yeah, we'll get the announcement of Fable Four, but I don't think two years long enough. Although saying that, fucking how how quickly did fucking Kojima announce Death Stranding and then get it out? And look at the fucking size of that. So that
2: was a while though. That was still a bit of time.
0: I don't know, man. I think it might have only been. Two from year
2: announce- for announcement to come out. It must have been two, three, three year.
0: But you think like the normal life cycle of a game is probably four to build it, the normal build cycle, and then from like conception to fucking going gold is normally about four year. Kojima definitely shaved a year off that. So it even even if that, I like aye. Well. Even with that, I don't know. Consid- if,
2: if you're dealing from a cancellation, you're never in a good position.
0: No. No. But Sorry. I mean we'll find out soon enough. The twenty third. The twenty third is uh, a Thursday. A Thursday evening, July twenty-third. So we'll have to do we'll be we, obviously we've got a couple episodes before then, but we will have to do a live react to that show. I mean the, for now. The only thing go back to, to Fable.
2: Yeah. And and then the and thing is like there's all those rumours of just like they've refiled their IP or their trademarks with the in inverted commas intend to use yeah right there's two different types of this you either file a trademark that you're using or you file a trademark that you intend to use there's no tick box to say I'm filing a trademark and I'm not going to use this so it's just legal jargon that someone's looked at Oh, they intend to use it of course oh. they did you wouldn't file a trademark otherwise mm. so it's just it's just been the, the hype's been blown up I think it's expected of something coming but if they're only filing trademarks now i don't know i just don't know if they. I, i'm willing to be wrong but i don't think it's going to be announced as a launch title
0: well i hope you i hope you're not wrong otherwise you've got a dead hype that looks a lot like fable four in your boot <laughs> there's no bringing that back what's
2: what a was game from microsoft before was it a dragon game one
0: of yeah it was scalebound which is scale-bound. i believe being brought back from the dead, but it's gonna be a Switch IP now.
2: Yeah,
0: that's right. In it, Scalebound went to Switch. Good on it, by the way. Like it's it's. You don't often see dead IP, fucking coming out of the ashes like a phoenix. And I mean, no. what a what a fucking home to find and all like that'll that will absolutely fucking smash it on the Switch. That absolutely smash it. Moving on to that third point, though. The one we've already predicted. Microsoft have jumped into the bidding war with EA with uh, I believe Activision were mentioned Uh, there's a couple of other big publishing houses have been interested so it's essentially we're in a bidding war for Netherrealm for Rocksteady uh, and point to note Netherrealm owns the Mortal Kombat IP so you're talking you you're trying to you're trying to acquire a studio and its IP for one of the most successful and long-running beat em up games uh, of all time. You are trying to acquire a developer who built arguably the absolute pinnacle of superhero games, and they did three of them. So uh, this just makes perfect sense to me.
2: It's um, and it's getting a lot of traction in on the on the dirt sheets as well. So.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, so hang on. Would the team at Montreal would they also sell them off under another name? Possibly. It and, depends.
2: It, no, it all it all depends what comes out of this because there might be a a way that because W B is you're buying the brand as well in terms of that so it all depends what the deal the, the 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 nature of the purchase would be yeah would you then still use some of the the warner brothers type marketing cuz at the same time warner brothers want to use their entertainment like their film franchises in games potentially yeah so hmm i don't know depends who gets them cuz if a bi- if a bigger brand comes along in terms of gaming and just absorbs it that way we shall see right who you putting your bets on?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Phil Spencer's pockets are bigger than anybody there. Although saying that, Activision's pockets must be fairly fucking deep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'd. I, I don't rightly know who I'd. Uh, who I'd. Which horse I'd back in that race.
2: Because here's the thing: in terms of Batman and like the the Harry Potter games, yeah, big franchises for Warner Brothers Studios, mm-hmm. they're going to want to take a cut of that action. Now, would they get less of a cut if that turned out to be only available on one platform? So, uh, if, if they were going to sell it to, to Microsoft, they might Microsoft have to might have to pay over the odds for it. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Or, uh, I know when Microsoft acquired uh, Tim Schafer Studio, Double Fine, who were working on Psychonauts,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so technically... Is is it is double fine isn't it who do Psychonauts? I, I'm I'm certain it's yeah. double fine. They they do Psychonauts. That was already in development for multiple platforms when Microsoft acquired them. So you uh, you actually have a first party studio making a game that will release on other platforms. So that it might be that kind of deal if the if the project has already reached a certain milestone and the intended to have this product ship to every platform. Whoever buys it might buy it with the caveat yeah you have to buy it but we're still gonna ship these across the board we're still going to ship these on on multiple platforms so I mean it's it, it makes a, it's a sensible business decision it's absolutely it's just increasing the number of pools in which you can draw revenue from if you release on multiple platforms yeah because it, it's not like it's not an IP that was born under your reign either not while you had it You sort of inherited this, this ginger stepchild that's gonna make you an absolute shitload of bank. You know what I mean? Because that Harry Potter RPG, that'll the the, sorry the rumored Harry Potter RPG, that's hit the fucking the the rumor mill's been swelling on that as well. But we're not gonna touch on that one yet. I wanna I wanna see more on that before I commit to any fucking thoughts on that. I'm I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan anyway. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see if if microsoft you'd think microsoft of they are the cash giant among cash they are the shark in the pool full of fucking other sharks they are the big one they are the megalodon when in a in scrooge mcduck's swimming pool of money microsoft is that megalodon compared to the great whites that are ea activision who would normally just fucking swallow anybody else up but microsoft jumping in there that's a different beast altogether like that's a that's a different level of fucking disposable income, but we'll see how that one plays out. We'll see how that one plays out. What we've got next on the Docker, Johnny.
2: So moving on from Microsoft.
0: Moving closer to your microphone as well, if you please.
2: Oh, sorry, sir. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call um, yourself so an
0: audio engineer. Call yourself a producer.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> I spam you viciously on Twitter after this. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go into it after this and leave a hateful remark on one of your posts.
2: <laughs> um staying on topic with the new Batman game. Yeah. Um the rumour is that it will this time have more playable sidekicks yeah. and something akin to the nemesis system from uh, Shadow of Mordo.
0: Yeah, Shadow of Mordo and Shadow of, War. Shadow of War. Yeah, so essentially we had we have had playable sidekicks before in the Arkham games and the Rocksteady games. There, but they were never, they were never a huge part of the story. I think what the, what this rumor is alluding to is not so much have sidekicks. You will have multiple playable characters. You will essentially have the Bat Family as playable characters. So this no longer becomes a Batman game. This becomes a bat under the Batman bat banner brand, if you like. But you might want to play the full game as Batgirl. Or you might want to play the full game as fucking Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, all of these different members of the Bat family, which is nice. I like that as it providing the play different enough to one another. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. And more more replayability there as well. I'm all in on that. And the the nemesis yeah, system, the nemesis system element of it is that, that was the fucking absolute shining star of the the lord of the rings games which to be honest i haven't seen many games other than the lord of the ring the two lord of the rings games use that nemesis system anywhere close to fucking well or did at Ma- all
2: did did mad max try it
0: mad max uh-huh.
2: now.
0: i know you m- might be right again mad max it's sitting on one of the fucking hard drives it might be sitting on two of the hard drives, just woefully fucking untouched. So I can't, I can't speak to that. But there's no game that immediately jumps to mind that employed the nemesis system the way Lord of the Rings did. No. And to have, in the nemesis, st- the, the, if there is an inclusion of a nemesis system, that also means there has to be an inclusion of established factions. Because the nemesis system remembers you and your ties to other things like it essentially builds out a network from you that's what the Nemesis system is that's what it does it's a level of AI remembering you for X Y Z and then like throwing that back at you later in the game so you've got to think The, the rumor is it's Court of Owls so you've got the Court of Owls there's a faction uh, Gotham City Police Department, absolutely a faction. Is, is the Riddler's Gang going to be in it? The Joker, is, is he going to be part of it? Because if this is a sequel to Origins and not a sequel to one of the Steadies, then we don't know where in the timeline it sits. Yeah. We don't know who's alive and who's dead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like in the Steady games, we started to get like fucking. Asriel and that there was there was it, it, it was nods that Azriel was gonna be playable and like laden into the the nightfall um story arc from the from the books but interesting interesting uh,
2: i could I could see some something like that working definitely the way I'm trying to think about it, the nemesis system was good in Lord of the Rings because it gave nameless and slash last like faceless characters an identity yeah to the lower-league grunts, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there wasn't, in terms of that law in the game, because you weren't dealing with the major characters that you might see in the books. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it gave you an, a nemesis system where you could be invested in, so the enemies that, on paper, were grunts became things. Mm-hmm, hmm How do you do that in the bad verse when you've got synonymous villains underneath, you know what I mean? Do you, do you want grunts Lowly grunts coming up, getting an identity. I don't know. Does it work with when you've already got a, a gang leader? Yeah. A penguin, like the Viddler, like you know
0: what I mean. A, an, an actual supervillain.
2: Yeah. Un, unless they're tying it into that. Unless, unless it's interesting in terms of, let's say, it is a, um, a thing from Origins. If it's about how the 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 rest of the the, the supervillains rose up. Aye. You know what I mean? Could so be. So at the beginning, you you've got like Nigma, who's a Low league, whatever, or penguin who's a little thing, and the nemesis system actually builds them up as super villains, and then you end the game with super villains. That's interesting. But again,
0: be that that one with the nemesis system, that would be that would be that would be linear. Like at the that end of the game, linear. you want the Riddler to be the leader of that gang. Yeah. You want Edward Nigma to be the leader of that gang. So I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I see it more from a factions point. Than, than a like a, an actual antagonist point, yeah. So, but fandom DC fandom <laughs> will will be sure to find out more unless we get fucking treated at um the Xbox event. I mean, have we ever had a Batman reveal at an Xbox event, or would you want to at this point? Like, would you? in this year of digital events and digital showcases would you not want to keep that which is a fucking jewel in your crown to to, to sing you to to blow your own trumpet if you like
2: okay but some people know how to blow the trumpet more than others
0: yeah true um, true
2: There's an argument and some people some people know how to make games and some people know how to talk about said games mm-hmm. in terms of marketing them and doesn't necessarily mean this the same thing.
0: No, true. No. True. Um
2: because like, he's one thing about rocksteady and other things I, as far as I'm concerned looking at like news and stuff they say something when it needs to be said. Uh-huh. And they don't generally crank the marketing machine in the right, in, in an effective way.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Maybe it, it's a maybe it's a mutual thing if you're um, going
0: with xbox a, a mutual beneficial relationship to attach yourself to a bigger to attach yourself to a platform yep save exactly. save save what well, saves your pocket doesn't it?
2: And, and in some cases it, it might be you know if one of the two platforms let's say playstation or uh, xbox are going to pay for that pay them for that kind of business release your thing here mm-hmm. then it's win-win for them same with microsoft i'm um, sorry with them um, uh, Ubisoft doing the g- gameplay in inverted commas reveal with Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, It was an exclusive, but Ubisoft know that they're going to be on both consoles. So.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, speaking of Ubisoft, segue. Uh, we have Ubisoft. I'm sure it's called Ubisoft Forward, which is their their digital showcase coming this Sunday. Uh, and we did get some news on that. Dropped today, so uh, Ubisoft forward. I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit from from Eurogamer. So shout out to uh, Tom Phillips at Eurogamer who wrote this. Ubisoft's not E3 press conference is due to spill more details on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watchdogs Legion, Gods and Monsters, a newly launched battle royale, Hype Escape. That's uh, two words: Hype and Escape. <laughs> hyperscape
2: that's what they try and do get it away from me when I'm strangling
0: them <laughs> we're also expecting to hear details on the heavily rumoured next Far Cry game following teasers from chatty Breaking Bad and Better Call Soul stars Giancarlo Esposito and Michael Mando we'd be vastly surprised not to see it there that's a clever play on word from Far Cry 3 VAS was obviously the, the big bad in Far Cry 3 Assassin's Creed Valhalla is due to show its first official gameplay after a couple of big trailers and one even bigger leak. That did happen this week. I don't know if you saw that leak, but there was a fairly substantial Valhalla leak. Uh, Gods and Monsters, the next game from Assassin's Creed Odyssey Studio Ubisoft Quebec, is getting a new name and a deep dive on what's changed since E3 last year. And Watchdogs Legion, which is still not out... Will show us what's been going on in London since the last time any of us were able to go and visit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Couple of points to pick up on on there. They've told us what we are getting: Valhalla, which we have to. They have to do that. That's that's the flagship Assassin's Creed. Watchdogs Legion, which actually they've done the cyberpunk, so they've allowed a lot of game journals some hands-on with Watchdogs Legion. Uh, they've they've NDA'd them, and there is. Uh, an embargo which will be up very shortly so it'll probably the very much the same way they did it with cyberpunk i think at uh, ubisoft forward on sunday they'll come out and say right we've had actually the game's been in the hands of a lot of the journalists Uh, and if you go to your favorite outlet now you will be able to read what they thought about it i think that's going to happen exactly what they did with cyberpunk because i've seen a lot of people tweeting about it already so we see what's happening with legion gods and monsters is an interesting one because they just it sounds to me like they're just doing a full rebrand on that giving it a new name and stuff like that um and obviously hyperscape i know hyperscape's already in open beta and I've, I've seen a lot of clips of that there's some big streamers already playing that and it looks it looks fairly decent if i'm honest a, a lot of verticality in that game compared to your standard battle royale compared to your big three at the minute of uh, Apex which arguably has some verticality uh, Modern Warfare none outside of a tall building or a helicopter and um, Fortnite which ver- you create your own verticality for- uh, anytime I play Fortnite within 3 minutes if I'm in a battle and I've just about just about managed to find the button to put a fucking wall up in front of me some somebody it's built fucking Nakatomi Plaza in front of us in like mm-hmm. seconds so you create your own verticality there. But that that game, I'd like to see more on Height Escape. Uh, Far Cry. What was the last Far Cry you played? Three. Three. You've missed a couple of good ones there, actually. Far Cry 4 was very much just Far Cry 3.5 to me. Far Cry 4 didn't really fucking move the needle at all. Far Cry Primal, decent. But again, it was it was just more Far Cry. Far Cry 5 was superb, absolutely superb, and again I think Far Cry 5 was more superb because um, Ubisoft seemed to have this knack for the ability to create truly like characteristically and in personality wise, deep antagonists original just really well fleshed out antagonists
2: it's all about the bad guy
0: all about the bad guy, literally all about the bad guy, and it has to be when you're in an open world game with a, a, a predominantly voiceless protagonist. You you do need to build the big bad, and to be honest, not a lot of people do better than Ubisoft. Uh, so I that's that's coming on Sunday. Watch Dogs Two. If you tune in and watch Ubisoft forward, if you log into your UPlay account during the show itself uh, you will be gifted Watch Dogs 2 for free on PC now Watch Dogs 2 was the one that literally it righted all the wrongs of the first game because the first game came under fire for for the the messaging again over this hacking that it was going to be a massive part of the game and it was going to involve like certain mechanics you'd never seen before and you get to feel like the hacker and then when it came out, it was just press triangle to hack that, and press triangle to hack that, and press triangle to hack that now. So Watch Dogs 2 absolutely took that to the next level, and it, it did what the first game promised, and absolutely worth it. If you are a PC gamer, um, and you haven't got Watch Dogs 2, or you haven't played Watch Dogs 2, for the sake of watching Ubisoft Forward, which is going to have some fucking bangers in there, you know what I mean? Valhalla. Uh, even the unannounced stuff do we get to see any more of this Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine or Rainbow Six Quarantine whatever they want to call it like there's there's enough there that we have announced but I don't want to get hyped over what wasn't announced that's the problem That that's that's the very thing the hype Rancher was born to do you know what I mean like things of that nature where it's like oh my god imagine if we get this imagine if we get that Or oh, Rainbow Six Quarantine nope nope, stop right there if they haven't announced it, stop I don't want <laughs> to even talk about it and you shouldn't be talking about it because you will just hate them for not talking about what you thought they were going to talk about so good old Hype Rancher will step in and if that doesn't work he's got a mate who strangles so <laughs> go easy are we, uh, we going to do a, a watch along of this? Do you want to do a react or do you want to see what news comes out of it before we decide on the reacts?
2: Is it Sunday at 8pm? Yeah yeah, uh, let's try and do a react. eh?
0: I'm game. Check your diary. If you're free, I'll uh, I'll jump in. There. I'll do a react. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll
2: let you know. I'll
0: let you know. What else we got on the docket this very eve?
2: Oh man, I suppose we have to talk about this one. Or should we talk about? The one first?
0: I'm gonna the one that you don't want to talk about. I'm gonna make you talk about I'm gonna make you do it now. <laughs> <laughs> this has got nice guy Johnny Rant written all over it.
2: Right. So they've decided that they're gonna make a Fallout T V show. Thank you, Amazon. Thank <laughs> you. <It> wasn't required. <laughs> Didn't need to be.
0: This just this just furthers this just furthers your argument that games don't need to have television spin offs, do not They Don't
2: they. particularly Fallout where you, you know it's a world where you play the way you want. Yeah. And kind of join whichever factions that granted and I said this when you mentioned it before. The source material, if you're going to pick something is is huge and like interesting yeah to to pull apart. okay So I, granted this, there's places you can go with that from the source material and, fr- and from the inspiration from that and you can create some pretty cool stuff. But again, I just I just don't think it needs to be a TV show. I, I don't think you need to make TV shows of games or films of games. The game is the art form
0: yeah counterpoint counterpoint just just for the sake of riling you up <laughs> the the fallout universe is one of the few universes that is actually yeah I'm more than fine for you to create other mediums within that universe it is a fucking massive massive universe and every game you play, you are playing that game and telling the story of your protagonist. You play that game yeah. how you want, but that wasteland is vast, and as long as this, as long as this series is based within the wasteland and doesn't try to retell the main story beats of any of the Fallout games, be it all the way back to one fucking new vegas as long as it doesn't try and retell what we already played through and it's just a story set in the wasteland i'm all right with that feel free to expand that universe for me and there's not a lot of universes that i'm actually cool with that happening in but fallout with the wasteland being fucking the planet you could tell stories from any any vault any vault it doesn't have to have any links to any of the games for it to to work for it to take the source material and do its own thing
2: you're obviously gonna to have to have the brotherhood
0: I think they'll yeah aye.
2: I have to I allude to them and that, that that'd be an interesting thing you know what I mean if I was doing it obviously you've got to have the right kind of you want to because you want to back, you want to get the, the gamers to watch it as well at the same time
0: I think the name itself I, will probably draw them in
2: yeah but you know but then you know what kind of community we belong to yeah if you don't put the brotherhood of steel in there you're just going to get demanded rewrites Aye. <laughs> cancel, the of cancel it
0: cancel it cancel so, culture
2: but if you do it do it properly or do it carefully and kind of intriguingly build them up yeah you know what i mean or yeah. like you know because if you throw the brotherhood straight in away you've got all these people who don't follow fallout who just want a new TP series going well what's all that about Okay. I, don't, I I'm not invested in that. Who who are the Brotherhood? Blah blah. blah. So I think
0: if you were if you're outside of the game and uh, scene, the fact that this is coming from the duo who were responsible for Westworld, that's also a fairly good sign. Like, yeah. uh, did you watch Westworld?
2: I did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that that has to be that calms the anxiety somewhat knowing that it's in good hands if you know what I mean like if this had just been a couple of fucking unknowns or just instead of attributing it to to actual uh, named creators if it just says oh coming from Amazon Prime fall out the TV series, fall out the series from Amazon Prime and they said nothing else I'd be like oh fucking really really but the fact that they've managed to get the Westworld uh, team on board you know, sort of starts to look. Eh, yeah, maybe I'm this might not be such th- a bad thing.
2: It's the same with the Last of Us TV series because the Chernobyl guys are involved. Yeah,
0: and again, like like, like exactly what we said for that one. If you set the story within the world without without touching what we've already lived through firsthand, crap on these worlds were built with ginormous scope in mind, and you play a very small part of it.
1: Do you but know I what I mean?
2: The big difference between the two things you just said there, right? Fallout, Fallout is about the world, right? Mm-hmm. And how you play the world. Last of Us is about the characters and how you play those characters. Yeah. And that's the fundamental difference between doing a TV show of them. You know what I mean? I'm already invested in the characters, probably more so than I ever will be with a TV show for Last of Us 2, Last of Us. For um, Fallout, I can, I can see a buy-in in terms of yeah, it's a world where you, rich world where you can have an intriguing story because every Fallout game effectively is in this world, like yeah. you said, from a different vault with a different story to play. Yeah. Well how and how you play that story.
0: In a different part of the world.
2: So that that works works more than Last Last of Us, which I agree there is a world in there that's rich for the taking, but when you really take away those characters. Is it any different from a world like Walking Dead? Any different? Like, yeah, you need it? you need it. Any a... different from an apocalyptic event? Like, you know what I mean? It's just Hi. It's the way it's the way the games have been designed to play, in how you might write a TV show, companion TV show to them. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it speaks it's like, to. It's like, would would you make a computer game of Chernobyl? No, <laughs> no. not well. <laughs> no, and I think. Obviously, they have, but it's very much not the TV series Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, no,
2: now you might do a TV a, a game, and have done a game in the shadow of Chernobyl. Yeah. You know, the out, the outcome of what? Oh, that that's rich. The outcome of that could be good for a, for a.
0: If you a, a, if you put a fantastical yeah. spin on it, and you've got like fucking nuclear zombies running about the place, or creatures, yeah, yeah.
2: And, and that kind of intriguing stuff there, but you wouldn't have a game of the actual event.
0: No, that would be boring as shit. Yeah, it would be. Just be a lot of people talking and like rushing and smoking, and then dying. It'd be boring. For a game, it would be boring, but to watch it, knowing that that's what actually happened, is harrowing.
2: Well, you, you, know my take on this. I think they're unnecessary, but I will give it, give it its what, give it its due, give it its day in court,
0: give it its day. Every dog has its day, Johnny. Every dog has its day. The last thing we have on the dotlet for this week. uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Re-Reckoning has been announced. THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic. You absolute icons. You are without a shadow of a doubt. The biggest gamblers in the entire game industry. And the industry (laughs) itself is better for it. THQ Nordic whatever the fuck they were called before, I can't even remember, they bought the name THQ, and they were like, right, we'll use that, we'll just stick the word Nordic on the end, they bought, pretty much, every property that nobody wanted anymore, just on the guys that, alright, we'll buy that, we'll do just enough, and then release it, and they do it to enough titles, that actually making bank, <laughs> like, it's that it's that method of like, let's not go for the triple A's we'll not do triple A's we'll just spam the double A's not put as heavy as an investment in as you would with a triple A and just raking all that double A bank and then managed to bad. hit a, a couple of really good fucking release windows as well some quiet release windows have snuck some fucking titles out but like the, the fucking <laughs> the list of games that THQ Nordic has acquired right? Like, the list of IP's and uh, the the list of games that they've already released, right? I'll just give you I'll give you a couple here. Darksiders. Siders, uh, fucking what else we got? Bio Mutant. That's looking fucking huge, by the way. That's recently had um, uh, a a reveal as part of Jeff Kaylee's fucking summer of games. Austrian video game publisher, formed in 2011. Primary publishing subsidy of Embracer Group. Originally named Nordic Games, but they just fucking snapped up. They, they snapped up the THQ name and they just clagged that on the front.
2: Malted on the front.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. I'll tell you what, I tell, I'll, give you, I'll give you a list of these games. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll go from when they were THQ Nordic, so we'll go... Uh, what year would you say they really fully became THQ Nordic? 2016.
1: 2000,
0: yeah. 2016 is when it rebranded as Nordic. So we'll go to 2016 and just see what they've been churning out. Reed. Battle Battleworlds Kronos, The Book of Unwritten Tales, MX vs ATV. Uh, this is the police. Titan Quest, Darksiders, Warmastered, We Sing. This is the police. De Blob. Darksiders as Neighbours from Hell, Deblob 2, Sin Mora, Snipers vs Thieves, Puzzle Pests, uh, Baha, Edge of Control HD, Sign Mora, The Guild 3, Battle Chasers, Hustle Muscle, Sphinx and the Curse Mummy, Blob again, Titan Quest, Black Mirror, uh, this is The Police, again. Spellforce, Rad Rogers. De Blob 2, again. The Raven, Remastered. MX vs ATVs, back again. Wreckfest, Red Faction, Gorilla, Remastered. Darksiders 3, um, uh, Book of Unwritten Tales 2, Darksiders 3, again. Darksiders, War Mastered, again. This is what I mean, they just get these fucking IPs. That uh, just double A's, just nothing, nothing fucking jumps out. And it's like Darksiders is probably the biggest name in it, but they're just releasing everything: Desperados Three, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, Destroy All Humans, Bio Mutant. Like these is the THQ Nordic's fucking absolutely killing it, killing it on it's that like double the, A. It's
2: like, it's like the B Studios type approach of just, you know. Make a film that doesn't have to be a blockbuster, but turns a profit.
0: Aye. You know I mean, yes, as long as it yes. turns a
2: profit, you, that's fine. It's like flipping houses. I house, make a profit, move on, buy a house, flip, and you do that enough times in a greater expanse of, um, in multipart multiple multipleness. You know what I mean? I can't get my word in plurality, and you make your money. Hundred I mean, percent. Maybe they've got the right model because is the triple A format of spending years making a game sustainable
0: anymore yeah Right. unless you've already got that fucking bank behind you it's not sustainable it's absolutely not sustainable so in true THQ Nordic fashion fashion they bought the IP for kingdoms of Amala which came out just to a lukewarm reception and the guy who created I'm sure it was Kurt Schillen and he was like a fucking former fucking baseball player or something stupid like that. yeah he, um, he bankrolled the full thing with the idea being, there would be kingdoms of Amala Reckoning then kingdoms of Amala something else, and then it would uh, th- those two together would act as the prologue for a Kingdoms of Amala MMO. So that was the idea behind it, uh, and it reviewed well enough. It just c- commercially, it just didn't really move the needle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So fucking, THQ Nordic. Straight in there, got that one, uh, remastered it. It looks fucking stunning, to be fair. It, they've, they've done a good job on the visuals. And I said this on Twitter today, right? Like, the amount of promise that Kingdoms of Amala had and the, the reception to it critically, and for the people who did play it, like, it was phenomenal. Like, that was the general... Not phenomenal, but let's call it fucking very good. For that not to hit when everything said it should could this be, could THQ Nordic have bought an absolute gem here and could the relaunch of Kingdoms of amala could that be the Nickelback this is how you remind me of the game industry where the first time it came out it was like oh this is really good, nothing then later down the line they release that same thing and then it just blows up do you know what I mean? Could this be one of those instances? And would could this be? Could this be the the doorway to Kingdoms of Amala sequel and the MMO that was originally intended back in the day?
2: Gamers are fickle these years. These, this time,
0: weird time to drop it. Weird time yeah, to drop it.
2: It is a weird time to drop it, but like there is so many remasters coming out. Isn't Aye, there? yeah, yeah. He, he's here's the thing: a new console delivery, like a new console cycle. Very rarely has a barnstorming selection of games to jump on straight onto. There's mm. always a lot of filler.
0: Aye. You're relying on your third party, aren't you?
2: But because gamers are so nostalgic, this is where the year of the remaster comes back, and do the remasters actually plug that gap? You can play your favourite games remastered and shiny. Because I think there's, there is a stick, There is a point, our, our mutual friend who likes personality... Yeah. A big sticking point for him is graphics.
0: Ah, it is, huh?
2: And, and the once you cut like it's like going back and watching like Driver is a hell of a game, but could I play that on the original PlayStation these after playing GTA five? Probably yeah. not.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So there's a barrier to that. So if you can re release it with improvements, gamers are more comfortable to play that game again, maybe.
0: Like as long as as long as you leave, if you get it to leave those dirty sexy knickers on, but you put a brand new dress on it, like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? (sighs) Well, I'll probably have a go at that, Johnny. I'll probably have a go at this Kingdoms of Ammon I'll jump on if I've got
2: destroy all humans. I'm well interested
0: in. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I've saw I've saw enough of that for us to be like, this is terrible and amazing and i just want it like that's <laughs> the level of shit that i want right now like i thought maybe battle for bikini bottom would have done it but it's just i can't 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 bring myself to do that so it's gonna have to be destroy all humans innit it that bio mutant though i don't know if you've seen have you seen any of the bio mutant no um literally every piece of press footage or stills that i saw of BioMutant featured the protagonist which looked like this little fucking heavily armed ferret beaver rabbit fox thing just this weird thing and i thought that was your protagonist but like the more the released in this in this press junket with jeff keighley like that isn't even the protagonist that's one of the many different races that you play in this game actually looks more like an rpg and it it looks fucking absolutely phenomenal <laughs> so biomutant like don't fucking sleep on this one either like it all it always looked intriguing but that was the fucking that was the first layer of the onion on biomutant so uh, don't don't fucking sleep on that one do not sleep and that's still to come in 2020 and all but whether or not that's going to launch this gen or next gen or who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows?
2: Well, it sounds like they have a business model at THQ Nordic which is working. And that, works, well, they they're are they're only, killing you it. Only the
0: And I don't, I don't know where they're getting all this bank from to buy all these IP, but if THQ Nordic is out there listening, you absolute fucking cowards! <laughs> Hurry up and buy Legacy of Cain Bring ah, back next. Soul Reaver Bring back Legacy of Cain The original one What was the first one called? It was called Blood Omen Bring Blood back Omen. Blood Omen Remastered Blood Omen Bring me back Legacy of Cain Bring me back Soul Reaver Raziel times over <laughs> I would I'm, I'm ready I am ready To get back into the world Of the Legacy of Cain
2: just in fact, just remaster the first one and remaster Soul Reaver. Whoa. I'm done. I'm done.
0: Give us the give us the ultimate remaster of Soul Reaver, though. Put one and two in there. Or just do the collection. Do the collection. Blood Orman, Soul Reaver, and Soul Reaver Two. Cowards. Fucking cowards.
2: Well, you heard it first. Franchise buys games.
0: Franchise buys games. We have a bit of a track record for Nostradamus-like predictions. THQ Nordic will make a move to get the Blood Omen IP. Actually, I'm gonna find out who the fuck's got that IP just to see (laughs) if this is possible. Because there's some people ahead of you. There's some people who just won't fucking uh, won't part with that at all. It looks like it might still be Crystal Dynamics. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Who owns Crystal Dynamics? Oh no! I think it's Square. Yeah, it's subsidiary of Square Enix. Ah, uh, we're not getting that, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we are not getting that. Crystal Dynamics is working on Avengers, uh, and that's a gamer's service, so that ain't fucking happening. Before that, it was fucking Tomb Raider. Did aye. Crystal Dynamics do the Tomb Raider reboot? They did, didn't
2: they?
0: They did. So, aye. So, and well.
2: Hitman. So, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Hitman are all under the brand.
0: Yeah, we're not we're not getting that. Like, maybe, maybe they will. Maybe, maybe if THQ Nordic's listening, get in there, bring them a book, bu- that... bring them a basket of muffins, sweet talk your way in, buy the IP or steal it right from under the nose.
2: Well, the last legacy of Cain was defiance in 2003, really? so you never know. If um, since 2017, the Legacy of Cain series has been available for external developers to license through the Square Enix Collective Service.
0: It's heartbreaking news, that. You know what we're going to have to do, did not you? Yeah.
2: Get a Kickstarter and start
0: us. Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstarter. Crowdfunded. Crowdfunded. Bring it back. Johnny, have you got else you need to talk about there? Oh, we're wrapped up. Is that the docket empty for another week? Yeah,
2: yeah. I think...
0: For case. Yeah. I think we're done. I think we are done, sir. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice, wherever you find in this content, and leave us one of them reviews. Get them algorithms to pick it up and spread it far and wide like some sort of weird fucking fungus-based disease, turning people into bloody clickers. But instead of clicking all they do is talk about how good franchise buys games is we are available on the social networks instagram facebook twitter search for the franchise or franchise buys games you'll find it under under either of those and uh, just keep spreading that good word keep spreading that good word get in touch we've had some actually i need to share some we've had some fan art in johnny we had some fan art uh, one for Hyperboloff, and one for the sky panthers so i will have to share them on twitter at some point in the very near future but boys and girls be nice to each other play play nice if you're one of these people who's been sending death threats let's uh let's stop being fucking silly little nilly muggins and uh let's just fucking grow uh let's try and let's try and make this fucking community let's try and reclaim the community from these fucking idiots Because that's that's not what we're we're about. That isn't who we are. That's not what we're about. And we're trying to... We're in a world where gaming is the most fucking profitable form of entertainment. Like far outstripping movies and that now. Uh, We're in a world where gaming tournaments have got prize pools in the millions and yet we still can't escape these little fucking nuggets with a ah, filth. Just pure filth. We need to fucking eradicate them. We need to drive them out and either get them out or perma ban them from Twitch. (laughs) You got out else, Johnny?
2: Nope.
0: Right, boys and girls, until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Yeah. Gay panthers.